This is the TN Catch-Up with Jess Gibson, founder of the TN Card, a podcast produced by The Big Chat. Jess brings you, our members, the inside scoop on TN Card News and what's going on in our high streets in Tombridge, Tombridge Wells and Sevenoaks. Plus, in each episode, we catch up with our TN Card partners to explore what they're doing in our communities. So, let's take some time to catch up. listening to our latest TN Catch-Up. These podcasts give you all the latest news on what's going on at the TN Card, as well as chats with some of our wonderful TN Card partners. This week I'm talking to Chris at Ghost Scoble in Tunbridge Wells. But before we talk, here's all our latest member news. I'm really pleased this week to welcome two more pubs to the TN Card. Firstly, the allotment is a fantastic and popular pub on St James's Road in Tunbridge Wells with the best beer garden and an allotment on which Jez and the team grow a large proportion of their fresh produce. They play a huge role in community life and it's a real privilege to be working with them now. Members can take advantage of 10% off their meals. And over near Tunbridge, the Greyhound can be found in the small hamlet of Charcot near Lye and offering a beautiful pub garden, local drink companies and meat from owners Richard and Fran's very own farm Show your card when ordering food to enjoy 10% discount seven days a week. Our food and drink rewards continue with the addition of Evenflow in the park to our Tunbridge Wells directory. Evenflow is a music shop and cafe on St John's Road and owners Fabs and Matt have now expanded the brand by taking over the cafe in St John's Rick, round the corner. The hut is open and serving coffee, smoothies, paninis and hot dogs, cakes and ice creams from Wednesday to Sunday. And we now have Greek street food in Tunbridge. Philakia has opened on the deck of Constellation Brewery in Orchard Business Centre on Sanderson Way. Onaniko is there from Tuesday to Sunday and serving souvlaki skewers cooked over charcoal, gyros cooked on a spit, loaded fries and Greek salads with vegan options as well. Show your membership card and you'll receive 10% off food. And with Constellation right next door, also offering a reward of two free cans when spending over a fiver in the tap room, this makes a really fantastic evening out. In Sevenoaks, we've now a brilliant member reward at Ephesus, the Mediterranean bar and grill on London Road. This independent gem specialises in meat, fish and veggie metze, charcoal grills and homemade traditional dishes such as masaka. The team also make a mean cocktail, I promise. Chico Harron and the team couldn't be nicer and they're giving members 10% off their food bill plus a complimentary tea or coffee when dining in. Please show your membership card at the beginning of the meal. Now the cheese shop opened on St John's Road last winter and owner Jonathan stocks a huge range of high quality cheeses, crackers, chutneys and other accompaniments including the best cheeses from our local Kent and Sussex cheesemakers. Now that he's joined the TN card, which I'm absolutely delighted about, and members can enjoy a 10% discount on one of Jonathan's favourite cheeses every month. Until the end of August, this one is Sussex Brie. Please show your membership card to Jonathan in the shop to claim. Now staying in Tunbridge Wells, I'm pleased to announce that R&B Accessories in Royal Victoria Place is now part of the TN card. 
as well as owner Debbie's other store at Pole Hill Garden Centre in Sevenoaks. R&B accessories can be found on the ground level of our VP next to Burnham Blend, which is also a TN car partner. Debbie provides a large range of clothing, accessories and gifts. She's organised everything by colour to make putting together an outfit as easy as possible and also has a fantastic range of plus size clothing. I don't think there are many places in Tunbridge Wells that do. Members receive 10% discount on full price items from R&B. Now there are seven TN Cart partners in Royal Victoria Place. Burden Blend, Renaissance, London Nail Company, Locketane, Taste Wells, Krispy Kreme and now R&B. There are also three partners at the adjacent Central Market, Goopy Chocolate House, Frankie and Fries and Desert Island. Sorry, that's Dessert Island. And that's all my news this time, so it's on to our guest chat for this week and we're catching up with Chris at independent travel agent's Ghost Scoble in Camden Road, Tunbridge Wells. Chris, thank you for talking to us today. I've wanted to have you on this podcast since the outset because, boy, have you been through it over the last 18 months. Yes, it's been a massive challenge, isn't it? Um, do you know what? It's been such a roller coaster, but uh, I don't think the the great bits of the top of the roller coaster that have been exciting have been have been enough, really. It's been a, it's been very much up and down and massively challenging. But I think it has been for many, obviously for many companies. But I think we are now, I think we can safely say we've got the award for possibly the, the industry in the worst uh, position as, as we sit today. Absolutely. We met back in March and you yeah. were very keen to join the TN card. We had some great chats and then fast forward two months later, we were in a very different position. Yeah. You were very busy in those initial months, weren't you? You were helping people receive refunds and going through that whole process. Not only your customers, but those that are struggling with the, the big travel agents. Yeah, so we... You know, I think we took a we took a view that um, we wanted to try to help as many people because they could a become customers in the in the in the future. But you know, you've got everyone's got friends, and everybody's in a situation where they had a holiday cancelled and rebooked. And whilst it's some might sometimes slightly frustrating because you'd like to think they would have booked with you in the first place. You know, I was happy to help and try to to give them advice, um, but really concentrating on our own customers and making sure that they were all on board. I think when the pandemic hit initially. Every customer was totally fine, Chris. We understand. We know this is going to be a process. Um, I've been very lucky with my customers because generally I get to know them. Um, you know, mm. some I do know very well, but generally I get to know them. And with that, I think you gain trust as a real person as opposed to an online company. So my customers are very understanding. You know, it took a while. And the whole industry went into something it's never done before, you know, um, you know, companies like TUI just because some we've heard of them you know they, they sold holidays for a living and then all of a sudden they were refunding and cancelling holidays that they did there was never that process set up for them to do that so mm. this is what people probably needed to understand is they might have you know one person that dealt with refunds and all of a sudden thousands of people had to deal with Delhi, it so absolutely. it was getting processes in place from that time on really that was difficult but you know most people understood um but yeah but your been... work over those few months was such a testament to the special customer service you provide as an independent because you really went the extra mile and you had that personal connection with your customers yeah no that's absolutely totally correct and do you know what I, I like to think that when we come out of this and and this is all over whenever that will be um you know this time that we've been away you know financially it's been awful you know almost crippling um but I think the good faith and, you know, the, the pure goodwill will be there for us to, to probably step up to another level. 
Um, I'm certainly pretty confident that will happen, but it's it's just a bit of a waiting game, isn't it, Jess? That's the problem mm. we've got. Yeah, and a moving target. You know, I think looking back through your Instagram posts over the past year, you've been confidently expecting things to open up again, and it's just, you know, when is it ending? But you've been on KMTV and BBC Radio Kent quite a lot over this past year. Did they approach you? Yeah, I'll be quite lucky that there was a contact to somebody I knew in Tunbridge Wells that did, funnily enough, I won't name them, but they did a um, they did a BBC Radio Kent um, before the pandemic phone in. They were actually in the studio. And this person approached me and said, Chris, look, whilst I'm in travel, can you give me some tips? So I wrote the, the person an email and then I happened to come to tune in on that Saturday. And um, bless this person, but they didn't quite get the message across correctly and lots of the information was incorrect mm. so very fair enough they said but Chris why don't you do this and they gave my details since then KMTV as you say um the radio of course and BBC um BBC Kent and also I was on Southeast this week BBC Southeast oh, this week which was good um although it was a, a very small <laughs> snippet and I looked incredibly orange um <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah so that's been good so you know it, I would say the one thing about it is, I suppose, it's only negative news. I'm only called when there's a new announcement and the announcements have not been great, you know. Um, mm. Even the great ones have not been that great, <laughs> if, if, if that makes any sense. Um, you know, yeah. Um, so, but it's all good coverage, right? So hopefully Go Scoble will be, um, you, you know, your go-to, you know, agency in, in the town at least. Yeah. yeah, and as you say, you're building trust, aren't you, for, for when things return to some kind of normal? Yeah, exactly. And it is and it is trust. And it's I'm a real person. You know, people have it's my mobile phone number on my posts. And, you know, it is contact me at home at any time. You know, I literally do not. It doesn't bother me when people contact me. I'll try to help them. Um, and I just think that adds something more. Rather than I've got to get on a call center line. Am I going to get through to anybody who can potentially help me? Yeah. Or well, particularly maybe... now, the landscape's so confusing, isn't it? I mean, I can't keep up with the new the new stipulations on the, the traffic light system and all that. So it's great to be able to trust you on that. Well, and then and looking back, sorry, carry on. Please. No, I mean, I spend the first half an hour of every day um, literally going through the regulations to make sure that I'm up to date. Because mm. as you said, it's a moving target. So they do change quite often. But it's not just the traffic light system that changes, of course. It's the, the governments themselves who may have different entry requirements. You know, So overnight, you might get Spain saying, Actually, we're not actually happy with the English coming. We want a, you know, we want a vaccination passport, or we do want a PCR test. So it does change a lot. And my worry is, I didn't come into travel to do this. Um, I'm only giving that as advice. I can't give that as qualified advice because nobody's really qualified. Um, so, you know, that's a tricky one. Um, it's a bit of a, it's a bit tricky. But I try to make it clear that you know. I'm only trying to help and you really should always refer to the government website, you know, mm. to, but yeah, but that's been, it's been that, that part of it's been good, but we're here to sell holidays, Jess, really. That's the, that's the main thing. Um, yeah. And, and that's business, your love, isn't it? Every business needs an income. I need an income. And so, you know, we've held on. Um, I would say if the pandemic, clearly if this pandemic stayed where it is now and the level of travel, there will be no travel agencies. There will be, There'll be, you know, a Virgin or a BA or a TUI, a big travel provider of some kind will eventually go to the wall because that's just natural, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, last year, the travel, uh, sorry, last month, the travel industry accused the UK government of neglect 
and I've got a stat here, APTA estimated up to 195,000 jobs have been lost or are at risk within the UK travel industry. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. I don't. It's a lack of understanding, Jess, that's really got us with the government. You know, they, it's, it's, there's been, it's been no, they've not worked with us. They've not worked with, they've not worked with the airports. They've not worked with the airlines. They've not worked with the travel agents. It's not just my part of the industry. Um, and they really have, you know, Grant Chaps, the transport minister, you know, he's called us estate agents, you know, and, and that, that it's just riles, riles people, you know, and, and you just have a little bit of knowledge, you know, he's the transport minister, he should know something about travel really and it is but when they introduced the traffic light system i know you were really surprised but who was on the amber and green list yeah and you called it the hokey cokey didn't yeah, you? it's a hokey cokey yeah absolutely <laughs> one minute you're in one minute you're out you know um yeah so we never know you know all of a sudden croatia i mean recently croatia went on the green list I, i'm not sure of the logic and i think if you look at it now with france you know going on this and i put it in verticals amber plus list um that's a political move, right? I can't believe these are actually travel-related, always travel-related moves. Um, yeah, if you look at the stats and the figures, they don't make sense to do that, you know. Um, no, I'm no expert, I'm no medical expert, of course not, but but some of them just look purely as uh, a political moves, and it just doesn't help us because we need confidence in people wanting to go on holiday and travel. Mm. You know, it's difficult, not yeah. it's really hard not having that confidence. I know you voiced opinions about Portugal coming off the green list. You can't, talking about the hokey-cokey, that's the greatest example, isn't it? That one minute Portugal's on the, on the green list, literally two weeks later, they're back on. Look, Jess, I'm a great big sports fan, but we had a very big game of football in Portugal one weekend. They're on the green list. It's almost seemingly that perhaps a few people wanted to go to that in senior government. And they go, they go on the Portugal, and then it goes back on the red list, stroke amber list, three days after a massive football match with, you know, 15,000 English football fans, 20,000 mm. English football fans. So, you know, it just seems political and, uh, and it's just not- How can you not be cynical? Exactly. After it's hard this. not to be. Do you know, on the, going back to those, um, you know, the, I'll put it, you know, media work, if you can call it that, that I've done. If I could record, if I could have recorded all of the shows, you was you would have seen a massive positiveness all the way through, probably until the last month. Mm. And now it's become, I suppose, there's an element of being worn down a bit. But um, but there's also you've got to keep positive. Of course, you've got to keep positive. You know, I've got people going away this week. I have, you know, six or seven couples going away this week. What that would normally mean to me would purely mean there would be hundreds more than that in the normal world because it's August right but that would normally mean to me I would check them in I would make sure they've got a, a note in their hotel I'd make sure the hotel are aware that perhaps there's a food allergy or etc cetera, etc cetera. and you know all the things that you should do as a you know as a as a as a travel consultant but now I'm finding myself writing long long emails about where to get your test mm. you know and, and clarifying every minute whether your child is 12 these are PCR tests on the way out. Parents don't because they're fully vaccinated. So it's become a lot more, you know, everything is, is really it's quite so exhausting. Time. Yeah, it's yeah. just time. And, and, you know, if they go away, these people, I will earn some commission, right? Because we are totally commission-based, of course. So I will earn a commission. If they don't go away, 
all of that, like has been for the last 15 years, mm. is sort of wasted. You know, we, we there was a window last year, we got to put a few people away, and we're, we're concentrating on trying to get bookings for, for next year. And I've got quite a lot, if you like, booked for next year, and I would advise anybody to look to book now because for next year. And I say that because the refund system is brilliant now. You know, if you've come through an, a, a, an ABTA bonded, you know, travel agency like myself, I've refunded every single penny of my customers' money. Okay. So there's still some in the system, but, you know, everyone's got their money back. So if you're going to book and get a deal for 2022, it's a good time to do it. That bucket list type holiday that you, because you haven't been away for two years. Um, because you'll get great prices now and you'll get the money back. And don't forget, it's just, I'm saying like a salesman now, but you know, it's like, you're just, it's only a deposit basis. So that's, yeah. that's one thing. So we're sort of trying to concentrate on 2022, I think, and, and move on with that. But for people that want to go away this summer, remind us who's on the green list now? Where is it easiest to yeah, get I, to? In, in Europe, Croatia and Gibraltar, I'm going to suggest, mm -hmm. and Madeira, I think. Um, I don't have anyone going to Gibraltar. Um, have you ever been to Gibraltar, Jess? No. No, it's not great. Um, it's a very small place around a very large rock. Um, so don't, nobody goes to Gibraltar. I'm not sure if you've ever known anyone going on holiday to Gibraltar. They um, have not, no. No, so nobody goes to Gibraltar. Um, so Madeira, yeah, I think traditionally that was probably a sort of, um, I'll say this sitting here with jet grey hair. The, that was the grey hair brigade, really, that was really mm. Madeira. Um, but Croatia is the probably the one but i've been doing a honeymoon for croatia trying to work a honeymoon out for croatia and this guy's got a really good budget he's a managing director he's one of my city customers i can't get him a hotel at the moment you know really? he's got a choice he's got a choice of two in the whole of croatia because of yeah, course they're on the green list right but they're only just on the green list now what's going to happen in two weeks time I, who who knows you know that's a problem is it yeah but on the green list, you also need the test at two and eight days as well, don't you? As well as the amber list. No, so you don't. To jump through. Yeah. So basically, basically the, 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 the biggest problem we have is that we are the ones, our government is the ones that are putting all the rules in place. When you get to places, you know, they're normally saying, yeah, we're right with your vaccination passport. Um, so, but there's no quarantine. That's, it's all about quarantine. No one wants quarantine. So you're correct. So, um, it's if you want to go on holiday i've got customers that are just they're going they can't wait they've been very easy with the process they've got all their tests booked they're ready to go um but that's far that's that's not many people a lot of people are, i've got four kids it's not just the cost jess which you can get down because i've got some you know i, I know i know my stuff now um I'm, I'm an expert on where to get the test and you know the prices and the discount codes etc cetera, etc cetera. um but it's not just about getting those tests and the cost it's, it's actually doing the test and then the fact that you're in a hotel and you've got to do a day two test to come back so two days before you come back you do that test and the truth is that's a nervous period of time i guess i would suggest mm. you know you only need somebody to test positive one of your children test positive and then you're finding yourself in a quarantine hotel in 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 croatia i and I don't have the knowledge of what those hotels are. No one does. Um, there's not a, there's some countries who've got a published list, some haven't, but there's been no experience of it yet. So, so there's a lot of people who are nervous about that, but a lot of people are saying, you know, Chris, I, we, when we went out, we didn't have COVID. I'm more likely to get it sitting in Tunbridge Wells, uh, actually not Tunbridge Wells, but the UK, 
you know, mm -hmm. so you're probably safer, you're safer away uh, to a certain extent, but it is a lot of hassle to, to I think, to, to get that holiday. Yes. Are you going away, Chris? Yes, I am actually. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to go to Rhodes in, on the 11th, so yeah, but it's not too bad for me. I've only, only got one child. He's, he's, he's 10, so he's right on that level, so testing for him. <laughs> Is, is not I don't have to test him on the way out so yeah it's when you're 11 isn't it that you have to start yeah. testing yes absolutely yeah so so he doesn't got to test on the way out so we're hoping to get to Rhodes looking forward to it I've I checked in yesterday um my flight's changed already see this is other thing that what's happened is a lot of the flight schedule have changed you know um Europe is you know quite a lot of easy jet flights um I wouldn't touch Ryanair with a, a long stick um but Right, uh, EasyJet flights, they have to change the flight schedules, right? Because they have to fill planes to try to, to even break even on an aircraft. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of, we're finding, I'm, I'm having to check every day everybody's, uh, you know, flights to make sure that that hasn't altered. Um, because sometimes that notification will come to me a bit late. So, you know, that's another thing, you know, flight schedules. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel for the airlines, I mean, of course. But going back to you being an independent travel agent, you wouldn't get that customer service if you've gone through one of the big airlines. You're personally checking for your customers no, on no. any changes. No, no, you wouldn't. Of course you wouldn't. Um, so we've had a, a it's been quite a, a sort of a, a, what do you call it, a wave of discussion within the, within our sort of WhatsApp groups, our independent travel agents, WhatsApp groups, and, and, and travel agents themselves um, in the high street shops who basically, some people are getting a bit fed up with, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith coming into their shop and saying, look, I booked my holiday online. Could you please give me some advice on testing? Now, well, I saw your post on Instagram, Chris, last week. Uh, you did a live, didn't you? And you're yeah. asking the question, at what point should you be saying, yeah. no, I'm not going to give advice to, the, to customers that aren't mine? See, see, it's a tricky one, isn't it, right? Because I'm... I'm really torn because I want, I like to help people. I want to help people. That's sort of what we like to do. That's human nature, I think, I hope. Um, but then again, if I'm spending half an hour with Mr. and Mrs. Smith, who's, who, who I don't know if they ever booked with me again, if they ever booked me and they haven't booked me, I may have an outstanding piece of admin that could be critical or even an inquiry the next year sitting on my desk. Now, within, within travel, how it works and human nature works, it's very hard to gauge people's how patient they'll be waiting for a quote, for instance. So sometimes you'll, you'll work on it and say, no, I'll get back to you tomorrow, that's absolutely fine, or 20 minutes or whatever. Sometimes you might, you might get a bit too busy, get them quite the quote out an hour later, and say, sorry, we've already booked it. I don't want to have that conversation going back to my desk and Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I've given them their travel advice, they've walked out of my shop. And I've just lost an opportunity to make money. Oh, exactly. That's the issue. So, but I'm really torn with it. Um, there's been some funny instances, uh, not funny, but some instances in shops where people have thrown brochures on the floor and shouted at staff saying, you're disgusting, call yourself a travel agent. You won't even give me some free advice for nothing at all whatsoever when I booked online. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's a difficult one, isn't it, I think. But um, yeah. we'd like to help people, but it, it, there is a limit sometimes. I think there's a limit. And as you say, you have to hope that those people, you're building goodwill with them, that they will come to you and book. 
Yeah, that, that's the key, isn't it? The key is keeping your customers happy through the whole of the pandemic, even if they haven't bought, keeping them advised. And then, or not necessarily customers, but, you know, contacts and, and prospects, if that's the right phrase to use. Mm -hmm. um, and yes, absolutely. And making sure you've just got to keep going, be positive. And, and keeping that door open. Keeping yeah. the door open, yeah. Because, you know, there are travel consultants who, you know, home workers who have just shut and said, I, I can't do this now, I'll restart again. You can't restart. You know, why would you want to go back to, 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 to the day that you, that you qualified? You know, because you've got to build all their customer service. Customers don't stay with you forever if you don't keep in contact with them. You know, they'll easily move if look, on. If we look to travel next year, Chris, you mentioned that you're helping people with bucket list holidays, luxury holidays. But you help with school trips as well, don't you? All kinds of family holidays, weekend breaks. Yeah, so in, in truth, when we started, when I started, I, I wanted to specialise in an area. But then I very quickly realised that specialising in an area narrows your opportunities, doesn't it? Um, so by saying that I wanted so sport, it was my thing. So I thought I'll do sports holidays. So I'll do, you know, the Lions is a good one because they're... they're they're in South Africa now. I'll do that tour and that's it. But in you truth, have a separate website, don't you, Chris? Go yeah, I do. I do. Um, I've sort of not really used it too much recently because mm. it may confuse people a little bit as well. Um, but so I post on my main my thing with regard to sport. Right. But yeah, we do every sport. We do every tour. There's a big boxing fight coming up. You know, we still do everything. I did. I did some. You know, I've done some some of the football tickets, which I've you know were tricky but you know i've done all sorts of things but um are you sorting the world cup out next year so the world cup i'm thinking what i really want to do is i want to do a tour where i where i go so i want to do a guided tour where i take the customers that's what that would be the, the one thing what i've already got four guys on board for that um i'd like to say take a 10 a group of 10 mm -hmm. something like that and then also sell other packages but if i i'd like yeah. to probably go early and do the first couple of games to get the experience so I, I'm, I'm knowledgeable because it's going to be a, it's going to be very um a different type of world cup right so you know it's a different area that people haven't actually been to it's new so it would be good to get the experience there to to sell on so in you know in everything we all do whatever business we have first-hand experience is the, the best experience isn't it you know i if you come to me jess and say oh, i want to go to um jamaica I love that because I can talk to you about Negril Beach. I can talk to you about Seven Mile Beach because I've been on, I've walked along that beach. You know, if you come to me and talk about Croatia, I've been there five times. So I love it when I get an inquiry. So that's a great thing about travel. When we can, we can also travel and see these, uh, yeah, and see the places that we're selling to yeah. our customers. Going back to the sporting events, I know you mentioned the complete package, but if someone's on holiday and they want to build in, a trip to sporting fixture you can do that add-on as well yeah, that, that, i mean that's a that's what i think people should do i mean why would you want so uh, you know why would you want to go and watch you know whatever a tennis tournament for three or four days and just come home it's it's a perfect opportunity to go and, and visit the rest of that area isn't it so absolutely mm. yes i mean that's a that's something that i that i love to do and and it's yeah. it's, it, it, it's relatively straightforward to do that so what else is on the sporting calendar for next year well, the problem we've got with sporting calendars, Jess, is, um, <laughs> is we're not sure where they're going to happen. I mean, there's been a news true. today about the, the Rugby League World Cup with Australia and, and New Zealand dropping out this morning of the one in the UK. Um, so next year we've got, well, it's sort of 16 months only until the World Cup. 
So it's not, it's not, you know, it's November, I think November, you know, in, not this year, next year. Um, but sports everywhere and there's tournaments everywhere. So all the Grand Prix, you know, Grand Prix is a brilliant one. I love doing a Grand Prix tour because they are really good. We work with Formula One management. We get the, we get great tickets, you know, and you can do quite a good, you know, I like the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, which is a night Grand Prix or the Singapore Grand Prix, which again is a night Grand Prix. And they're also, Singapore is a, is a, is a, is a, um, a city Grand Prix. So, you know, it's not, not on a track. Uh, Abu Dhabi one's fantastic because it's, it's a night Grand Prix. It's very spectacular. And they have some brilliant after parties, these things that, you know, proper, you know, headline music, um, so I love to do. I think that's a great thing. I'm not a motor racing fan, but I, you know, it's on my list to do certainly because it's. Uh, I think that would be quite spectacular, really. Uh, Football's your thing, isn't it, Chris? I know yeah. you're sponsoring Rustle. I am sponsoring Rustle, and I'm, 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 it's the second year I've done it. I, I, because I've rebranded. You know, I had to update my board, which I went to see mm -hmm. last week. Um, yeah, do you know what? Grassroots sport is really important to any community, isn't it? And football clubs, like other sporting clubs, is they it's tough for them. You know, it is quite tough for them, you know, to keep to keep going. So Rustle's one that I quite like. Um Do you live in Rustle? No, I don't. Oh, no, I you don't, in, do I you? Live in Camden Road, well. of course. Yeah, in Camden Road. So the I picked Rustle just purely because um actually they are really good on social media. I'm being I'll be really honest, they're good on social media. So Tunbridge Wells Football Club, which you would have been the obvious one, they're just not very good on social media. So I think, think I'd get the exposure, but I get a little mm -hmm. bit of exposure on Russell. So, you know, and the guy runs it there, Jamie Paul's great. So I'm very happy. Jamie's wonderful. They're huge into community as well. They're TN Car Partners. So, you know, I can't say a bad thing about them. <laughs> Absolutely. I did see that you, yeah, you were up there, weren't you? Yeah, no, I, I, Oh, I, I, yes, I, I was there trying to pretend I knew what I was watching. Yeah. <laughs> it's very much grassroots, you know, there's a, there's a yeah. yeah, and they've got a lot of space at the back. So, you know, my, my Alfie can run away and play football with his friends. He doesn't have to watch. And uh, there's a bar, you know, it's always nice. So, you know, it's quite, I just think it's quite a pleasant, pleasant mm. thing to do. You're a Crystal Palace supporter, aren't you? I am Premier a Crystal League. Palace supporter, yes. And, and a season to go, older, yes, we've uh, just renewed. So, yeah, very much looking forward to that. That'd be, that'd be good fun. Uh, finishing um, by talking about the holidays next year, you are protected. So if anyone did book with you, we can get a refund if anything changes. As, as, as we said, I make it very clear to the provider that we book with their refund policy. Um, if it's a packaged holiday, which is 2018 packaged regulations, which 99 points, I'm not going to say 199% of all travel is. And if it's not, we, we point it out. Um, you will get a refund, absolutely. The, the issue is when you'll get a refund, but they haven't, the systems have got a lot quicker now. That's what I would say. Yeah. But you know what? People don't mind as long as they know it's coming, right? Because it, it, exactly. as a rule, it's on a credit card quite often. And having the assurance that you, you're yeah. taking care of that too and, and you're mindful of following up for them. Now, you yeah. used the quiet months over the past year to improve the business somewhat. I know you did a refurb on the shop. Yeah, it's looking fantastic yeah. inside. Your new branding in February. Yep. And you got Steve to hand paint your signage as well. Yes, it's I love it. I love gorgeous. Steve. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, that was a jealousy thing by walking around town and seeing a couple. Of my sorry, that's Steve at Tab Signs. I should say. Yeah, sorry, Steve. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'd sort of seen that he'd done Jeremy's home stores, who are quite good friends of mine and and customers, and by some place there's some. And uh, I saw I saw his sign there, and I thought, well, you know. I'll have a little, I'll have a chat with him because uh, he's done quite a few, you know, in Tumbridge Wells, hasn't he? Yeah, and he's very talented. He really he? has. Yeah. They're beautiful. They're works of art. Yeah, they are. And just to be able to, 
you can tell his, his handiwork and you can when you spot them around town it's really lovely yeah because i've got an emoji on mine i, I did generally think i don't think it's about to do that your emoji is your face isn't it it's is supposed to be your face although your I, need little mug. I need to get my spike going again yeah you're looking <laughs> so i can spot your face on the rustle banner yeah <laughs> yeah it's a little bit vain but it's a bit more fun really than more than anything look it's memorable and that's what you need from a good brand yeah, that's that's the idea, isn't it? Yeah, I'm no expert, but yeah, I quite like it. That's so quite cool. When did you start up Ghost Scoble? How many years ago? So Ghost Scoble started 2017. Uh, the, there is a story. Um, I won't give you the whole backstory. I think you know some of it. But um, in my mother, I I was a single father at the time, and I was working in the city. I just moved back to Tunbridge Wells, and. I couldn't really commute anymore. It, it, childcare, as we all know, is very expensive and it was difficult. So I thought I had to do something. And then funnily enough, my mother passed away. Uh, you know, she was, she was elderly. It was, it was fine, really. But she won £20,000 on the lottery without knowing. Now, my mum had no wow. money. She, my mum had... How did she not know that, Chris? Because she was dead. She had died. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Afterwards. Yeah. So I was dealing with her estate. And funnily enough, I got the bank. I knew my mum had very little money um, and I got the bank statement through and I rang the bank up and I said, look, there's this £20,000 payment. Where, what on earth is that? And, she, and, uh, and it turns out that's what it was. So I thought, well, OK, well, let's use it for something. This could be the opportunity. So I looked around for franchises and, you know, travel is something that I love absolutely adore it i thought what i can't i'm not a natural salesman but if i can sell something that people want not people are forced to have or as a necessity like i don't know double glazing or something um and travel just fitted the bill really um so if you're selling something you're passionate about it's not hard no you that's right uh, no totally about your own passion I believe in it haven't you and i believe exactly. in travel so and it's an experience isn't it so i just i just, it was just a perfect fit for me and i love traveling anyway so yeah, so that was how it was born, really. But that was the... So what's the franchise, Chris? It's, is not, it? it's not just travel, okay. which is, in effect, a bit far down the line, but it is associated with Hayes Travel, which is a fantastic right. company. Yeah, so um, I trained in 2017. I've met some amazing people. I've been on some amazing trips, not just travel. You know, they do fantastic training. They do fantastic operations, systems. Everything's really set up. I mean, you... You know, you can hardly make a mistake. Um, if you make an error on a booking, you'll get a message within 10 minutes. You know, I think you might have made a mistake here. Oh, okay, yes, I have made a mistake. I put the wrong date in. You know, and that happened. That is really important when you first start. Not so much now, because we should know what we're doing after these years. But, you know, when you first start, you're a bit nervous. You're booking someone a holiday. They're giving you, I don't know, £5,000. And it is a little bit daunting. Um, but but they, they, their support and not just travel are fantastic. So, yeah, so I'm really glad I joined those guys. And, um, and you know, they let you get on with your business. That's the main thing. So, mm. you, you know, I'm a complete standalone business. Uh, I, they don't bother you. They don't enforce rules upon you. You know, you've got to adhere to the code and conduct as every APTA, you know, regulated company has to. But, yeah, they're fantastic. So, yeah. When did the shop come along? Let's think. I think I've got the so I've been here three years. Three years, June this year. And for those that haven't been into Ghost Global, you're on Camden Road. Yeah. 
you've really been championing Camp uh, Camden Road over the past year, and you've got a promotion at the moment, haven't you? Tell us I about have, that. and it's in, it, it's a little bit of inspiration from the TN card, if I'm honest. Um, but I just thought in Camden Road we've got some great little businesses, and they're all independent. That's the thing; they are all independent. So I just thought that I'd offer a voucher for anybody who booked within. So, you know, there's a couple of businesses. I'm sure that most of them are TN Card members. So there's four or five businesses which I offer a voucher for if you book through me, you know, and it could be... The, Who are they? So Rendezvous, the restaurant. The restaurant, yes. Yeah, El Suvio, the restaurant, which is directly opposite, as you know. Um, the Camden Butchers. Gerard. Gerard um, and Joe's other two, the other two shops. I mean, they are taking over Camden Road. So the pie mm. shop and the fruit and veg shop. And also if, if someone wants a pint, um, a bar tab at the Black Horse. So, yeah, so a few others. It's and a really I'm, great idea. Yeah, and I don't want to, I don't want to make it a, a, a massive thing. And, you know, I'm not, don't want to do anything like, uh, you know, your business. Um, but yeah, it's just a little thing to, to try to get people to understand that we're all here together and we're, we're all trying to work mm. together. It's lovely. And as you say, Camden Road is really special. There are, there's such an eclectic mix of businesses. I think we've got everything up there. There's, there's nothing you can't buy in Camden Road. I'd sometimes, the only problem mm. with that, Jess, is sometimes I don't leave Camden Road for a couple of weeks. I went down. <laughs> I went Who down needs a holiday when they have Camden Road? I know. <laughs> but I went down the Pantiles, I walked down the Pantiles last, uh, yesterday evening to meet a friend for a drink. And it, I felt like I was, I felt like I was, you know, it was a massive adventure. <laughs> so um yeah it's it's a nice road yeah it's, it's it very is. multicultural and as well which i like yeah and you've had so many new businesses opening in the past year you've got an italian now a vegan vegan restaurant and bar with plant-based extending and moving yeah 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 a new new pottery ceramics yes. workshop in the last couple of months it's really yeah, great yeah and interesting one isn't it Tell me, what do TN Card members get from you if they come? So it's quite an interesting one because I need to probably push TN Card a little bit more than I have done, I guess. Um, so TN Card members will get um, either express passes at the airport or um, or lounge vouchers. Um, so a great way of starting a holiday is to, when there used to be a lot of people at airports, was to go and sit in the lounge, have a drink, mm. you know, and, and relax and wait for your plane. To well, the come. holiday starts at the airport, doesn't it? It does. And rather than going to, um, dare I say it, to um, that rather large chain uh, pub in, you know, in the in mm -hmm. Gatwick North or whatever it is, go to a lounge, have a slightly more sophisticated, nice little relax, have something nice to eat, and then and then go. So I think the lounge pass is quite a nice start to the holiday. It's lovely. Yeah. Always it's, busy express pass, but whatever people want. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a lovely gesture, and as the TN card is about thank yous and giving customers rewards for supporting independence, so I think it's a lovely reward that you're offering. Thank you. And and Chris, what's on the cards for Go Scoble over the the next year or so, if you can even plan that far ahead? What I'd like to do is book loads of holidays for people. Firstly, um, I'd like to grow our bit our business and become known as you know, amongst the other major travel agency in the town, you know, uh, not just an option, um, but perhaps the go-to travel agency. That would be my absolute aim. Now, that seems like quite a big thing because, you know, Baldwin's have been around for a long time, but I don't see any reason why that can't happen. And um, and that's really my, that's my ultimate to goal in this town for this, for this probably next 18 months, really. 
Hmm. And will you continue talking to BBC and doing your radio bits? What I would love to do, actually, is to do a travel show, to have a, an actual travel show when we can talk about travel. I would love to do that with BBC. I'd love to say, I don't know, on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning, whenever it is, um, I'd love to have a travel show where we can talk about beautiful things. You know, rather than talking about amber traffic lights, I'd like to be able yes. to talk about, you know, a beautiful beach or a fantastic restaurant in Rome. You know, that's what yes. I'd like to do. You know, And get back to what you, what the reason you're in this industry, about what you love. Exactly. And talking about your love of travel, where are the best places you've ever been to? It's really tricky. I, that question is a is a great question because what I get, like most people, I gain different experiences from different, you know, places. You know, I mean, I love Croatia. That's a good example. But then again, that's a different holiday to Sri Lanka. Touring around Sri Lanka for two weeks, and I love Sri Lanka. You know, and that's a different holiday to Vietnam and and going to you know taking a boat down the Mekong River. And I loved Vietnam. So I think. It's an interesting one. I just gain, I hope, a lot out of every every holiday. It's slightly trickier now, isn't it, when we've got um, younger kids. So holidays change slightly. But, you know, um, with with mine now, I'm looking at, uh, you know, he's going to have to perhaps come on safari or something like that. Safari is gain. I think safari I'd love to do. I've done it once, mm. but only mini. So, yeah, I think every experience gives you Every journey, every experience gives you a fantastic feeling and, and you, you gain something from every holiday, don't you, I think? Yeah, I was talking to you last year because I've, I've been on a few, as we're talking about safaris, I've been to Kenya and Tanzania and South Africa. I really would love to take the children to Kruger perhaps or, or their, their father's from South Africa so we'd spend some time in Cape Town yeah. but take them yeah, on a few game rides and up. Because I've got four children, we can't do that often. So I'd love to get a round-the-world ticket and just do yeah. a six-month family experience, take them out of school for a bit and do something really to remember. Yeah, and I think so, that would be amazing. That, I mean, that, that's an amazing... That's, that's something they'll never forget and, and yeah. something you'll never forget as well. And I think, do you know, I do genuinely believe, Jess, that you won't be the only person in that thought process. I think there's yeah. a lot... Well, of we haven't been away for two, two, three years. Yeah. So, and we're not doing anything this year, so... Yeah, if, so look, if there's a lot I of can't justify that now, when can I? No, exactly. So the, the great thing is, the great thing is that I just think people will want to do those bucket list things. Like this mm. pandemic has brought so many different feelings, isn't it, and emotions to us all, you yes. know, for whatever reason. Um, and I just think that there's a release there. Um, and and I think people that are travellers, you know, want to go away and want and want to and experience something that perhaps I haven't done. So, so I think experience holidays, so you talk about Kruger and, and, and going on game drives. So experience holidays, rather than the sit on the beach, you know, five star sit on the beach, all inclusive. Of course, there's a massive market for that. And that's absolutely fine. But I think a lot of people were thinking, okay, well, why don't we do something slightly different now? Why don't we actually have an experience, you know? Um, yeah. So I think that's something that people will be looking at. Yeah, well, I, I know you've been to Helen back over the past 18 months, Chris, and as a not only a colleague, but as a friend, I really hope next year is a good one for you and that you're busy and the people that have come to you for advice over the past 18 months come back to you and make some bookings. Thank but you thank very much. You. I, I hope so. Thank too. you for being part of the TN card and for championing, championing our community and supporting our Camden Road businesses and all that you're doing which has been incredible. Thank you very much, Chris. And thank you for joining me today for this chat. I know you're very busy. No worries at all. Thank you very much, Jess. I appreciate it.
thank you for joining this episode of the TN Catch-Up, exclusively for our TN Car community. Next time I'll be catching up with my friends Holly and Charlotte at the Zero Waste Company. They opened not long before the pandemic hit, so I'll be talking to them all about what they've been doing during the lockdowns and their plans for the rest of the year. Thanks for listening, and thanks, as always, for being part of our growing community, supporting our independence in Tunbridge Wells, Tunbridge and Sevenoaks. Thanks, guys, and stay safe. This week's TN Card Catch-Up was proudly brought to you by Big Chat Productions. If you'd like to find out how to create your own podcast series, contact us, hello at chattyhatter.com.